We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by M-Prize Bank, your partner in Possible. Who you do business with is more important than where they're located. Bank from the comfort of your own home with M-Prize Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of the KC Laboratory Podcast with Ken Swanson, Craig Stout, and Matt Lane. Coming to you on the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City. You can find all of our channels covering all the local teams wherever you listen to podcasts or on YouTube. Just search KCSN. And now, the latest episode of the KC Laboratory. It's a live edition of the KC Laboratory presented by Emprise Bank member FDIC. It's a seven-round Chiefs mock draft edition. We are going to make every single pick that the Chiefs currently possess right now. Here to help me do it's my buddy. Find him on Twitter at Maddie underscore KCSN. Matthew Lane. Hi. We aren't making a single pick. You guys listening and watching right now, you guys watching right now are the ones that are making the pick. If you were watching on YouTube right now, you will get to vote on every single one of these picks as we come up to them. So that that is where we're going. We aren't making a single pick. I got to say, I'm sorry we're late, guys. We had to postpone this for a fake sport. Some fake sport was <laughs> making us watch. Yeah, yeah, y'all waited. Yeah, yeah. Some fake sport took over this time slot, so we had to push it back two minutes uh, at Ken's request. Yeah, there's no business getting in the way of that game because uh, 95% of the people hanging out right now care about this. Unlike you, Matthew, you're kind of the loser fake in sport. this scenario. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button if you're watching. Appreciate everybody hanging out with us. Uh, a lot of people funneling in after that K-State game probably need something to kind of cool them down a little bit. Um, but yeah, we're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to do this mock draft. Um, I we're, Off the top, I think the initial strategy we were kind of talking about as is, as this team is, they don't make another move from now until the draft. And honestly, I mean, I don't know how many moves, like obviously there's one glaring need, one glaring position, Matthew, but outside of that... I don't think that there is a ton of, uh, you know, I don't know how many big moves this team's going to actually make. It's probably going to be vet minimum deals in depth. I mean, like we don't need to go down this path again, right? Like we're all, we're all sitting here waiting for wide receiver news to come through the chiefs, whether that is, we all want it to be Deandre Hopkins or something else. We're not going to talk about that today. We're going to approach this mock draft as if the chiefs do nothing, but 
maybe sign I don't a Marvin Jones, just some kind of random veteran to eat snaps to bring a veteran presence, but nobody that changes the strategy at all. So we're going in like the wide receiver room, like the team is relatively set. I will say, I still think the Chiefs make a move. I mean, come on, look what Brett Veach has done at wide receiver since he's been in charge. Look at what this team does going into every draft and fixing holes. I really have a hard time seeing they go into the draft this way, but here we are. So let's let's play the game this way. Let's play the game like the Chiefs have their roster, you know, 99% set heading into the draft, and this is what we're dealing with. Yeah, so we're going to do that. That's kind of the approach that we're going to have today. Um, I think still, though, as far as position of need, wide receiver sits atop. So do you go in and do you address the wide wide receiver position at the top of the draft? Do you feel like you have to, like if the chiefs, if the draft was tomorrow, are the chiefs hemmed into the wide receiver spot and they're forced to take it? Uh, yes, 100%. If they don't make any moves, they have to. It's if you go through and dig through kind of all the metrics, uh, you need to draft, not need to, but drafting a wide receiver in round one, or round two is significantly more likely to hit than round three. And then that is another significant drop till day three. You want to draft a wide receiver in round one or two. They are about the same in terms of the hit rate. There's a little bit more volatility. If that's a word going in round two, than there is in round one, but that's still, you have plenty of options in round two historically. You're like, that's what the data says. The issue is this wide receiver class, not great. So I don't know if you can sit around to the end of round two and hope to hit the higher end of that variance in round two. So yeah, if this is the Chiefs wide receiver room, I think they're pigeonholed into taking a wide receiver at the end of round one. That's the scenario that's been presented to the Chiefs today where you know the wide receiver market's not particularly, like it's not the elite wide receiver class. However, there's four that kind of get you know clustered together as, as round one candidates. You've got... Uh, Jalen Hyatt, you've got Zay Flowers, you've got Jackson Smith and Jigba, and you got Jordan Addison. Those are largely considered the top four. Here's the scenario, and, and it, this is, you know what? This is a mock draft. It's not a perfect exercise. Let's say the Chiefs know that they have to get up to pick 20 to secure mm. Zay Flowers, or they can sit and they think that they can get Jalen Hyatt just sitting at 31. Now, just so you know, Zay Flowers requires you to trade pick 31 and 63 to get all the way up to 20. Uh, if you sit pat, you get to keep your second round pick. So the options that were really presented when, I, when we're doing this exercise, Jackson Smith and Jigba's gone. Jordan Addison's not in striking range either. Matthew, what's what, are, what? These are the two scenarios at the wide receiver position. Are we going to even listen to what else is available at uh, you know, uh, or are we just going to just deal with the wide receiver position? And okay, we're at pick 20. Is Quentin Johnson also available? Uh, Quentin Johnson, actually, I'm oh, sorry. Yes, Quentin Johnson is available as well. My apologies. He's okay. He's, so if Zay Flowers and Quentin Johnson are there, I yes. no, no, I, I might kind of ride this out and see if I can maybe only trade up to 24, 25, 26 and get one of those two rather than going all the way up to 20 because going all the way up to 20 is going to take a little bit more draft capital than I feel comfortable trading up for uh, for this position at this time. So you do not want to use your second round pick to trade up? No, I, I would. Like I said I would. I would let it out another few picks and just see if Quentin Johnson or Zay Flowers is there. Like I said, at what like pick twenty five, I think would change it from a second round to a third round. Uh, yes, you're right. So that so would be my goal. We're not going to trade up to twenty. 
And I've got bad news, Matthew. Quentin Johnston and Zay Flowers have fallen off. Both the gone. They've both Yikes. gone. So now you're stuck with oh. Jalen Hyatt or yeah. another position if you stick at 31. I mean, you, you don't want to... Okay, here it is. This chat. This is going to be up to you, chat. So I'm going to make the case for Hyatt to start, then we'll talk about some other players here. Uh, the Chiefs don't have any wide receivers. The Chiefs have <laughs> no reliability at the wide receiver position. Kadarius Tony can't play three games in a row without getting hurt. Like you literally can't play three games in a row without being hurt. Sky Moore was only trusted to do jet sweeps essentially. Now, can those guys make a big step going into next year? Absolutely. They can. We hope they can. The chiefs hope they can. What is the guarantee that that's going to happen though? What's the guarantee that Tony won't get hurt? What's the guarantee that Sky Moore is going to make that step and it's going to happen early on. So they need somebody else to go with Marquez Valdez Scantling, who is already a highly volatile player on his own. Almost wins them the Bengals game single-handedly with his wide receiver with his play at wide receiver. Did he even play in the Super Bowl outside of completely running a poor route and then misjudging where the ball was going to be? Right. So you can't trust the current wide receiver room. You need to get more talent. You need to get more bodies in there. Jalen Hyatt's the best wide receiver left. He's also the guy that's going to give you the best deep threat in the class. He's going to stretch the field. And theoretically, that's going to make Tony. That's going to make more. That's going to make MVS. It's going to make Kelsey all more dangerous because he's opening up more space for them. I think, you know, Hyatt's the one that makes sense. I mean, and if you look at wide receiver, I mean, if you want to take a risk, you're you're looking at maybe catching a, a Rishi Rice out of SMU in the second round. Maybe a Cedric Tillman, uh, A.T. Perry, a Marvin Mims. I mean, available. And I'll just give you the players available, Matthew. You've got yeah. Dalton Kincaid, the tight end out of Utah. You've got Darnell Wright, the tackle out of Tennessee. Darnell Washington out of Georgia. Um, those are just a few of those options that you've kind of got at your disposal. Felix Anadike Izama uh, is available as well. So, I. Are we sticking? Are we are we are we hemmed into receiver here, or do we want to try okay. to go edge or a different well, position? We're gonna give the chat option. So Hyatt's one option. You get somebody on the board. Who would you outside of Jalen Hyatt? Who's the next person that you would have, or who's the first person you have on the board here? Let's just get I, some names out there and a quick yeah. little case for them. Yeah. So I uh, let me get back to this board here. Uh, I I would I'd look at Dalton Kincaid because I think he's another you know dynamic pass catching option. Uh, okay. Obviously, there's a little bit of you know there's a little bit of redundancy there with Travis Kelsey, but I think you got you know two pass catchers. I'd still consider Darnell Washington there too. Uh, Darnell White though. I, I let's 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 give him let's give him Jalen Hyatt, Darnell White or Darnell Wright or Dalton Kincaid as the three options. So okay. we'll roll with that, and then we'll just kind of. So We'll kind of and see. we'll get this poll up for you guys. So you're gonna have yeah, Darnell Wright, right tackle out of Tennessee, has had one of the best processes leading through the final season, his senior year play at Tennessee, going into the senior bowl, then into the combine. That's right tackle to go across with Jawan Taylor. So you get your two tackles set there on either side. Jalen Hyatt, you add a wide receiver to the room. This is a guy with speed that can stretch the field, add some other playmaking ability into the wide receiver room. Or Dalton Kincaid, somebody that's probably going to win, kind of be the successor to Travis Kelsey, win short, win intermediate, and kind of hopefully provide you maybe a little bit more stability than Jalen Hyatt does, although he kind of wins in the same area as all the other guys. And yep. you guys, yes, throw it in the chat what you're thinking. I think we should have a poll coming out for you guys in a second. And uh, I, who, I, who would you go with, Kent? So I think I'd probably go best player available and I'd go and, and draft uh, Darnell Wright. And uh, obviously, we're doing this poll very quickly on the fly, but we do have some results here. 
and it's okay. very comfortably Darnell Wright. The tackle out of Tennessee okay. has very comfortably uh, made itself. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. Look, I I get the desire to <sighs> grab a wide receiver. The lack of aggression that we didn't take, you know, with uh, with trading up, I think kind of bit us. Uh, you know, and it kind of left us with one yeah. receiving option. The receivers sure. were falling off the board early. I'll be honest with you. I think, you know, I think the run on wide receivers might start early in the real draft because I think Jackson Smith and Jigba's continue to push himself up those boards. I think he's going to be in consideration earlier than we think. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, Darnell Wright's not a bad place to fall back on, if I'm being honest. I, I like that offensive line, Matthew. Um, I do like I like the offensive line very, very much. I think the offensive line is very good. I'm already pretty nervous for what this wide receiver room is going to look like, though, right? Like, I mean, we're going to try to talk ourselves into a receiving option here at the end of round two, I would assume, or maybe yep. we'll go a different direction. But I think you've invested a lot in this offensive line, and you can never go wrong investing in your offensive line when you have a stud quarterback. I just think at some point in time, you're kind of running into the issue that you're spilling all of your spending, all of your resources into one position group that you're neglecting the defense. You're neglecting the wide receiver room right now. And I think that's the path we're kind of treading water going down. What I kind of find interesting is as a fan base, we're all freaking out about receiver and we don't draft the receiver. I think that's a little bit interesting. It might be more of an indictment on <laughs> what people feel about Jalen Hyatt than, than some of I, these other options. I think he's the hardest one to buy into for like yes. everyone. He's the one that like a, a consensus is going to be hard to buy into is going to be, is going to be Jalen Hyatt just because there is a very specific skill set. People I think see him in the same light as they saw McCole Hardman. And I don't think they're similar players at all, but I think that's a little bit of a fear that chiefs fans have. So like, that's what just the route I see it, but all right on to round two. Yeah, so the Chiefs have Darnell Wright, the tackle out of thir- out of uh, Tennessee with pick thirty one at pick sixty three. Uh, I feel like I feel like you got to go receiver. I feel like you have to go and grab a receiver. I, I don't think there's a ton yeah. of you know there's a ton of wiggle room here. After you know any farther down, I think you're you're not you're not feeling it. So here's some options for you, Matthew. We're gonna go Tyler Scott out of Cincinnati, Rasheed Rice, the wide receiver out of SMU. We'll go Cedric Tillman out of Tennessee, Marvin Mims out of Oklahoma, A.T. Perry out of Wake Forest. Give me three of those guys that you're a fan of. Oh, God. Uh, okay, just in general, okay, for the Chiefs, I think Rasheed Rice makes the most sense um, because he provides a little, not a ton of size, but a little bit more size. It coming to like six foot, 200-ish pounds. He's a guy that's proven to win as a contested catch guy. The problem is I question if he can beat man coverage at all at the NFL level. He just, he really lacks some burst. He doesn't have high end speed. So like I'm looking at how the, where the chiefs need help. They need someone that can beat man coverage reliably. And I don't know if that's Rasheed Rice, but out of all those guys you named, I don't know if I see a single guy that's also going to beat man coverage consistently. Right. Mm. I don't know. That's why I get worried about not taking a wide receiver in round one. I don't think any of these guys are going to consistently beat man coverage and that's what they need. However, the receiving room's lacking. So yeah, Rasheed Rice, I think Marvin Mims has probably the most upside of this group. He's younger. He's a good athlete. He's not incredibly small, but he's not a bigger wide receiver, but he's kind of more Sky more Kadarius Tony size. I think he's got the most upside of the group. So like just purely upside, I would take him. I think Rasheed Rice is probably the better fit of that group though. So we're going to go Rasheed Rice, Marvin Mims, and A.T. Perry. Does that work? 
Are, is there any edges worth mentioning here? Because like I don't love the value for those guys. But I think, well, this is a this is a good conversation to have because you know you do have a Derek Hall and a Zach Harrison, but I think you know you've talked about it, Maddie. This is a draft where I think Steve Spagnuolo defensive ends are going to be. They're not going to have. They're they're going to have plenty of options. I think so. I yeah. think I think the move is to you know go ahead and just take the receiver now. Uh, and, and and make that move. So I we're going to go between Rasheed Rice, Marvin Mims, or A.T. Perry here. So get your votes in. The a poll is up. Uh, we're going to kind of keep an eye on that one here. Uh, we're going to be monitoring this situation. Uh, but I, 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 I get what you're saying. Like defensive end makes a lot of sense. Um, but my point is that if you're not going to be pigeonholed into wide receiver in round one, then why are we in round two is my only, is my only counterpoint. Like if I'm going to force myself to take a wide receiver, give me the more talented guy in round one, rather than doing it in round two. We have a clear winner in this poll. Uh, and I do get the, uh, I do get the sentiment, Matthew, but with the 63rd pick in the 2023 NFL draft, the Kansas city chiefs have selected wide receiver AT Perry out of wake forest. That is a very interesting one for me too. Um, I probably, I would have gone Rishi Rice if I was doing this, but we're leaving it open to the people. And A.T. Perry has been selected. Uh, What's the elevator pitch on A.T. Perry, Matthew? I mean, you're getting a big, tall, he's not even that big. He's just really tall and long uh, outside wide receiver. He comes out of that slow mesh system at Wake. So it's a little, there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve to dealing with press. But once he gets into his route, once he gets past the first five yards, he's probably, I think, kind of the the best vertical threat of the bigger wide receivers. He does a really good job with his body control. He's got the ability to stack wide receivers. I just really like how he gets into his routes all after the line of scrimmage. It's just the issue is his his college offense made his releases on the line of scrimmage free. Like it was just not even translatable at all to the NFL because of the offensive system. I think you're going to have to deal with some issues of can he accelerate fast enough? What does he look like when corners get really physical with them? So there's, there's a little bit of a hurdle there, but like overall, he's a really good contested catch, big bodied wide receiver that can win vertically as well as, you know, with the contested catch. We're going to take a break. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? This is BJ Kissel, founder and CEO of KC Sports Network. With Kansas City on full display for the NFL draft, what better way to celebrate our hometown than by supporting a charity that helps kids with special needs in our own backyard? Children's Center for the Visually Impaired will host the CCVI Trolley Run Sunday, April 30th to change the lives of students who are blind or have low vision. Now in its 35th year, the CCVI Trolley Run is a four-mile race that finishes on the Country Club Plaza the Sunday after the NFL Draft. This fundraiser is open to everyone and no athletic ability is required. Enjoy free beer after the race and snacks from local restaurants. We promise the KC community will be on full display. Visit trolleyrun.org and use code KCSN to get a few extra bucks off your registration. That's trolleyrun.org. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Entertain, educate, inform. KC Sports Network. What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? This is BJ Kissel, founder and CEO of KC Sports Network. With Kansas City on full display for the NFL Draft, what better way to celebrate our hometown than by supporting a charity that helps kids with special needs in our own backyard? Children's Center for the Visually Impaired will host the CCVI Trolley Run Sunday, April 30th to change the lives of students who are blind or have low vision. Now in its 35th year, the CCVI Trolley Run is a four-mile race that finishes on the Country Club Plaza the Sunday after the NFL Draft. This fundraiser is open to everyone and no athletic ability is required. Enjoy free beer after the race and snacks from local restaurants. We promise the KC community will be on full display. Visit trolleyrun.org and use code KCSN to get a few extra bucks off your registration. That's trolleyrun.org. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button if you're watching. Appreciate everybody that's hanging out with us. Uh, we're doing an interactive seven mock, seven round mock draft. You guys, the power is in your hands. The voting is in your hands. We're kind of guiding it a little bit. Obviously, we're gonna we're not gonna give you 264 players to vote on. <laughs> but uh, right now, you've seen uh, Darnell Wright, the tackle out of Tennessee, go 31st to the Kansas City Chiefs. They followed it up with wide receiver A.T. Perry out of Wake Forest. I think you got to go edge here, Matthew. And some luck has fallen upon I, us. Look, I don't. I want to be clear. I don't want to pigeonhole us into only one position this time. Uh, I think the chat would also agree with that. So let's get more than just edges, though. We can start with edges, but let's get more with just edges. More than just edges. I think the best player available is an edge. <laughs> If I'm being honest. So here's here's the best player available that makes some sense. You've got interior offensive lineman Luke Whippler out of Ohio State. You've got uh, Illinois safety Sidney Brown. You've got Ohio State defensive end Zach Harrison available as well. Those are the top three players that are available in this draft. I think I, I think there's a clear cut one for me. Uh, I know you're not the biggest Zach Harrison fan, though. I mean, okay, I don't think Zach Harrison's available here. Um, I think this is a mock draft simulator, not caught up to the current times. But if he was here, I think this is a fine pick. I don't love it. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to sprint around. The guy has 11 sacks or whatever in four years playing with the best defensive line coaches in college football, 
while continuously getting single blocked, right? Like, I just don't think he's a good pass rusher, and I don't think there's a lot more meat left on the bone. However, he can come in and eat snaps right away as a run defender, give you effort, pocket push as a pass rusher. Like, it's a completely fine pick at the end of the third round if he's there. I just, I think it seems really unlikely that he falls this far. Are there any defensive tackles worth looking at? We can look at a defensive tackle uh, here in a second. Let's let's pull that up here real quick. Um, let's look at we got a Zach Pet, you got a Zach Pickens, a Jaqueline Waugh, you've got Kobe Turner, you got Mike Morris, Moro Ojomo, Keandre Cobert. Those are your defensive tackles. I feel like you can get one. I late. actually don't like Jacqueline Roy, uh, Raw Roy, whatever it is for LSU. I don't know. He's a younger guy, only three years in a draft class that has a lot of like senior players. I think he's a little bit younger. He's played zero tech. He's played three tech. I, I think he's a guy that's only going to get better. I'm not going to sit here and slam the table and say he's the only option, but I actually really like him. And if I'm sitting here looking, we said the Chiefs haven't made any more rooms. Derek Nottie's your only nose tackle on this team right now. Derek Nottie and Derek and Danny Shelton, right? If I could get a nose tackle that maybe doesn't have to leave the field for every single pass rushing opportunity, I might be intrigued in that. But that is, you know, I'll let you deter, you know, debunk that. I think, I think, I think you can wait a little bit on tack on defensive tackle. I think, you know, like we're saying, there's no chance that he's there, uh, Zach Harrison. I mean, I think that's the way the draft goes a little bit sometimes too. And we haven't had great options available to us in earlier rounds. I think you give yourself a great option available to you here at 96. I do agree. This is on the lower end of where he'll be selected. I think the traits are great. However, if you listen to you talk to him, I think you would have expected him hit there at 96. So I, you know, I, I think, I think he's an entirely reasonable pick here. And I think because you know, I, I think I'm looking at the poll here. It's very clear with the 96th pick, the Kansas City Chiefs are selecting, uh, or 95th pick, the Chiefs are selecting Zach Harrison, the defensive end out of the Ohio State University. So, uh, Chiefs, again, Darnell Wright, first round pick, pick 31. There wasn't wide receiver receivers really available to the Chiefs outside of Jalen Hyatt. Wide receiver A.T. Perry is the pick at 63, trying to make sure to address the wide receiver position. And defensive end Zach Harrison uh, is the pick at 95. So we are into the fourth round. And I think this is where, you know, I, I think you've kind of got a little bit more flexibility. Obviously, the Chiefs have addressed uh, the three big positions that, you know, they entered the offseason with that you wanted to make sure that they took care of wide receiver, edge, offensive tackle. So they've all made sure to grab three guys in the top 100 picks now. Board's a little bit more open here. So do we just try to just just grab the best player available? Uh, I can tell you some of the players that are kind of highly regarded on this board. Um, or, or do you want to look at a different position? Do you want to look at defensive tackle? I mean, you can you can show me some. You can tell me who's a little bit of available. Um, I mean, this team desperately needs defensive tackles, and I think you have to invest in wide receiver again pretty early with going with At Perry as your only guy. Like, I think you have to double dip here pretty fast too. Like those are the two positions that I would be looking at, but um, like you can give me the best available guys as well. Let's let's. I think there's some, there's some there's some correlation here. So Parker Washington, the wide receiver out of Penn State, uh, he's there. He's available. Ronnie Bell, the wide receiver out of Michigan's there. Um, if you're looking at defensive tackle, you're you're looking at a Amoro Ojomo. You're looking at a Mike Morris, a Keandre Coburn. All those guys are still available. Um, best players available. You've got you've got uh, you've got some running backs: Sean Tucker, Dwayne McBride, Kendra Miller. Uh, I think Roshan Johnson as well too. 
Okay. Um, all right. So here's, I'm going to law. You said what wide receiver were either of these, the wide receivers that you mentioned, did you mention a Rakeem Jarrett or a Trey Palmer? Uh, neither or, of them are available. Neither of them are available. Yikes. Okay. Um, okay. Parker Washington will be the name that I'll put out there. Okay. Uh, I think park, that's one guy that can go into the poll. Parker Washington out of Penn state. He's a slot only wide receiver, not real big, a possession guy, not a burner. I think there's a, a little bit of overlap with Sky Moore, right? So, like, I understand why he's not the perfect fit. I just think at this point of the draft, that's a really good value. Who's some other names that you want to put into this poll with Parker Washington? Let's let's add a defensive tackle. Do we? What do we think about? Uh, like, a, I did not like any of them. So you, that's you didn't like you. any of them. Okay. <laughs> no. Nope. Uh, I think I think we missed the boat. I think you're now just drafting a two, like a one and a half down plugger later in the draft than anybody that was still left. I'll go Roshan Johnson, the running back or the running back out of Texas. Uh, you know, like I think this is a sweet little pocket to play in in the running back position. Uh, Roshan Johnson doesn't have uh, a, tre- a ton of tread taken off his tires. Uh, and he's a dense, powerful, explosive running back. He complimented B. John Robinson extremely well. So we'll throw Parker Washington, Roshan Johnson. Can I quickly y- ask one more? Yes. Is Luke Schoonmaker available? Yes, Luke Schoonmaker is available. Put Luke Schoonmaker in there, tight end out of Michigan. Here's a guy that's gotten a lot better as as a blocker throughout his time with Michigan. He's a really good athlete for the position. Anyone that's watched Michigan has seen that they are very rough in the passing game, right? They cannot throw the ball very well, but there is a guy that is open a lot. That's Schoonmaker running across the middle of the field. I don't know if he's like a perfect one-to-one to to replace Travis Kelsey as a elite tight end, but I think there's definitely starting tight end potential there with him. I think so too. Like I I like, I like what you've got here. So the options are Parker Washington, the wide receiver out of Penn state, Roshan Johnson, the running back out of Texas and Luke Schoonmaker, the tight end out of Michigan and uh, early returns. It's, it's a blowout. It is an absolute blowout. With the one hundred okay, one, with the hundred twenty second pick in the twenty twenty three fake NFL draft, Kansas City Chiefs have selected Luke Schoonmaker, the tight end out of Michigan. Uh, I really like that one. I think that's a fantastic pick for the Chiefs. Um, that's about. I think that's about. You know, like we're talking about. You know, maybe catching a little value here. I think you might have to take him at one ninety six if you're the or at, at ninety five. I'm 95. sorry if you're the Chiefs because I don't think he's going to be there at one twenty two. I think he goes somewhere in between those two. Uh, but I think that's a I think that's a great pickup. I think that's See, a my hope is this it's a good tight end class, right? Like we all agree with that. Mm-hmm. I would skip it over in round one. I would probably skip it in round two, and I would see who's there at 95, whether that's a schoonmaker, a Laporta, a Tucker Craft. I like all three of those guys in round three. If they're all available, I don't mind waiting till round four, right? Like it, it all depends on the board, but like I really like those three guys as late day two draft picks. I just I have a hard time seeing seven tight ends gone in the first two days of an NFL draft. That's just, that doesn't seem likely, right? So one of them should be there. I like them all at the end of round three, but if multiple are available, I'm okay with seeing if one might slide into very four. So like, I think this is a reasonable spot for Schoonmaker, probably like the very bottom floor. He most likely won't get this low, but like, I think one of those three has a chance to get down here. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Uh, if you are watching this, leave some comments. Tell us what you think so far. Uh, we are doing a live seven round mock draft. Uh, we're letting you guys vote and make those decisions. Uh, so, so far, Darnell Wright, tackle out of Tennessee, AT Perry wide receiver out of Wake Forest, Zach Harrison edge out of Ohio State, uh, Luke Schoonmaker tight end out of Michigan are what we have so far. So, um, looking at, you know, we're here at 134. 
What do you think? What, what any positions you want to look at? We should continue to look best player available. What do you think? But I think I, the defensive tackle room is not going to get any better, right? So, like, I think you're just, I really do think at D tackle, you're just going to be waiting a little bit, trying to pick up a guy that's going to eat up snaps uh, later on. So, if there's a really good value at wide receiver, if there's a good value at safety, I wouldn't hate those positions. But outside of that, just kind of tell me the best available, and then we'll go from there. You know, you've got a you got a Jonathan Mingo receiver. You got a Ronnie Bell. Hold on, <laughs> you just piqued my interest. I think there's a lot of overlap with Mingo and At Perry just from where they're going to win and where they're going to align. But I I don't think that Jonathan Mingo is that much worse of a prospect than At Perry. And if I'm getting him, you know, almost like 60 picks later, 70 picks later, put him out there. I think this is a big, fast wide receiver can run after the catch. Uh, he's not as developed on, on the vertical plane as an A.T. Perry is, but he's still got that size. He's shown more ability to beat press. Like, I think he should go into the pool. The pool. Not saying he's the pick, just put him in the pool. All right, I'm going to put Jonathan Mingo in the pool, and I'm going to throw out a Jake Hayner at the quarterback position, too, because Ooh. the Chiefs, they have one backup quarterback currently to Patrick LeVon Mahomes. I mean, Chris Olakodan, uh from... South Dakota State, I believe, is still technically on the roster too, but he hasn't seen the light of day yet to this point. Uh, Jake Hayner, I, I think you know this is an interesting uh, day three quarterback class. There's a couple guys I'm kind of keeping my eye on uh, that can be you know developmental quarterbacks, backup quarterbacks. Jake Hayner, I think you know kind of makes a lot of sense. A highly productive collegiate player, played in a pass heavy op- offense, got to sling the sling the ball around the yard a little bit. Shows ability to layer really strong command of his offense, able to get the ball out uh, to the flat when he when when something's not there, and you know, he's really decisive and quick to get the ball out, protects the football well. I think he's a guy that can profile really well as a backup quarterback, and I think we're going to have to look at trying to address the quarterback position in day three of this draft as we're making these decisions here. So, uh, we're going Jonathan Mingo, Jay Kaner, and give us another player. What position would you like us to look at, Matthew? Uh, is there, who's the best edge available? Just throw whoever you know you see as the best edge available there on the top. Isaiah McGuire out of Missouri is still available as well. So okay. I think this is about a lot where, of crossover with Zach Harrison, but okay. Yes, I think so too. But if you're looking at Steve Sp- Spagnola defensive sure. ends, if you're looking at uh, if you're looking at you know guys that fit that profile, as Isaiah McGuire is absolutely one of those guys. He's definitely more tools than he is production at this point, but he's another swing. I. Uh, it's a- akin to uh, you know a Josh Kando type swing where you're betting on the athletic traits, the physical traits, and you're hoping everything kind of pieces together from there. So we're going to go with Jonathan Mingo, Jake Hayner, and Isaiah McGuire. We are letting everybody make their selections right now. Uh, we'll see what kind of results. I'm I'm looking at the results quickly, and once you know we, we I see a, few I see a lot of requests for Yaya Diaby. Um, I don't think he's available uh, on the mock no. draft right here. I think that combine kind of pushed him up a little bit. Someone takes a flyer on him a little bit earlier based on the uh, just how good that that uh, combine performance was for him and the explosion. So we're gonna say he's off the board right now. Well, and the pick uh, is in with the 134th pick in the 2023 fake NFL draft. The Kansas City Chiefs have selected wide receiver Jonathan Mingo out of Ole Miss. Okay. I do like the idea of double dipping. I like that a lot. I think that's really smart. Um, and I, I, I could see the Chiefs doing that, especially if, if they keep 10 picks. You know, anything's on the table for them. Anything's on the table for them. Uh, I... I'm going to do something for the people here because at pick 166, I've seen a lot of people clamoring for Keandre Coburn. 
uh, the okay. defensive tackle out of Texas. So we're going to throw his name into the mix. Uh, sure. We're, we're going to throw uh, Gerard Clark as well from Coastal Carolina. Okay. He's a lot bigger. He's a massive human. Like He's just a, a giant space eater. Uh, he's a two-down defensive tackle. We're going to throw him into the mix as well. Uh, and we're going are we, to... Are we in round five? We're in round five right now? We're in round five. We're in round five right now. Okay, what... Uh, let's see. Let's, can we also add an athletic edge rusher to it? Um, let's just say somebody that just an athletic edge rusher, get somebody with a little bit of speed, Jose Ramirez, if he's available, he's a little, okay. What about this? What about BJ Thompson? I, he's a little light for Steve Spagnolo, but he's gotten up into the mid two forties for his pro day. So he's clearly still getting bigger. He's still light. He's not a run defender, but we're just talking about one of the freakiest athletes at the edge position in the entire draft class. Okay. He's only gotten better throughout his time with college. Just gives the people a little bit of a speed option. And we've talked about it. It looks like maybe Steve Spagnolo. I'm not saying he's throwing his, uh, his preferences out the window, but it seems like he's more willing to change in Kansas city than he was previously with the Giants. So I just wonder if he's an option out there. Yeah. So we're going with a couple interior defensive linemen. you've got Keandre Coburn out of Texas. You've got Gerard Clark, uh, out of coastal Carolina. You got BJ Thompson. Maddie's trying to triple dip here, uh, at the edge position with 10 of their Always. picks. It is very tight here, but I am going to make the call officially. This is the closest one we've had, but it is time to make that decision. Uh, With with the 166th pick in the 2023 NFL draft, the Kansas City Chiefs have selected Keandre Coburn, the defensive tackle. I think that's a good pick, too. I think it's a good pick. I think once you missed out on like the Zach Pickens, Gervin Dexter, Jacqueline Roy at the end of round three, I don't think there's any rush to go take this plugging defensive tackle. Because like you said, Gerard Clark's there, DJ Dale's there, um, PJ Mustafers. They're like, you have a handful of run stuffing defensive nose tackles. And I might like Coburn more or Clark more than these other guys, but they're all relatively similar. We missed out on the potential three down nose tackle. So you don't need to panic and pick the neck, you know, the top guy there. Just let the board fall to you, get the better, you know, whatever nose tackle you want with a good value rather than rushing. Uh, all right. Pick 178. Uh, looking here a little bit. Uh, any positions that stand out? Do we want to go back and look at some quarterback options here? Do you want to throw some quarterback options into the mix? Throw a throw a quarterback in there. Put a, we don't we don't have three edge rushers yet, right? I think we, we only have, have Zachary. We have. Uh, oh wait, do we? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry, my bad. We right. So I didn't say one. I wasn't triple dipping. I was coming back in for. The, I was I was getting somebody that could actually maybe rush the passer since I don't know if Harrison can. Because um, we didn't so, draft Isaiah McGuire. That's a good point. Okay. Right. Give me an athletic edge, a quarterback. You can choose the player. Athletic edge, a quarterback, and then uh, you know, best you what. running back. We're gonna throw. We're gonna throw B.J. Safety? Thompson into the mix. We're gonna throw B.J. Oh, Thompson in the mix. There we go. He Give him survived. another go. He survived. Twelve picks later. Yeah, he survived. Clayton, probably a little Toon, early for Clayton Toon's the quarterback uh, at, for Clayton us Toon. here okay. out of Houston. So a guy that is another, he's got a ton of experience uh, here. Yeah. In, you know, he's had a, a ton of experience at the, at the collegiate level. Actually surprising linear speed. He was able to use his legs a lot, kind of scrambling, but he's really, is more linear speed. He's not making anybody miss in space. Um, and, uh, but I mean, highly productive passer showed the ability to layer passes to all three levels of the field played in, in a very open offense that that air raid offense out of Houston. And so, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot to like about him. I think there's some, there's some parallels to Shane Bichelle, but I think, I think Clayton tunes a better prospect than Shane Bichelle. So, uh, he's a guy I would like to get into the room. So Clayton tune BJ Thompson and 
what do we think? Do a running to, back? A running back or safety. Do you think the Chiefs need a safety at this point, right? Because if you're looking, they have, two, I mean, two veteran safety. Mike Edwards is only on a one-year deal, correct? Yes. Okay, so do we want to look at safety just in case he's not here for a long time? Or do you think they're probably good at safety for a while and you'd rather put a running back in here? I think it's worth throwing another safety into the mix. Uh, okay. We could throw a, we could throw a Trey Dean out of Florida in the mix. What do we think what about, about that? Ronnie Hickman or well, well, Ronnie Hickman action? Fine. We'll throw, we'll throw, give us the elevator pitch on Ronnie Hickman. Big box safety. Very smart. He's done his best work for Ohio state playing in the box. He helped get the guys set up. He's going to play the run game very, very well. He's got the size, the physicality that he can go up against tight ends and man coverage. He's fine working a deep half stuff. He's just, he's a risk taker. Like, right. This guy is one of the reasons that Ohio state gave up some big plays to Michigan. Cause he takes risks. He looks at the ball. He'll take the eye candy, but that also can come, you know, means making plays underneath and stuff like that. So He's just a guy that I like as a potential box safety to play with the Brian Cook, to play with the Justin Reed, so they're not always having to do it. Mike Edwards can fulfill that role for now, but if it's only a one-year deal, I think he's a guy you jump in there after. Well, with the 178th pick in the 2023 fake NFL draft, the Kansas City Chiefs have selected B.J. Thompson, the pass rusher out of Stephen F. Austin. So a unique, you know, a little Please. bit more, a little bit more. Give me some life. A little, a little, a little bit more uh, light, athletic at pass rusher. Uh, they get him at pick one seventy eight. We're gonna take a break. We'll be back right after this. You are listening to Casey Sports Network, your home for the best coverage on your favorite local teams. Whether you're a Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, Casey Current, K State, KU, or Mizzou fan, we've got you covered. Find KCSN on your favorite podcast platform. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Hey, hit that like button. Hit the subscribe button if you're watching. Uh, by the way, we do a book uh, a 300-page book of Chiefs-specific draft content, the KCSN Draft Guide. It releases here in two weeks, April 5th. Uh, you're going to get 225-plus write-ups on, on prospects and how they fit the Chiefs. I believe every player that we have already drafted has a write-up in the draft guide, if I remember correctly. So uh, make sure that you do that. You can hit the uh, link in the description of this show. It's right down here. Uh, or if you're listening uh, as well, you'll, you'll be able to find it in the description of the show. Uh, you get it for $12.99 and you get three months to the KCSN Substack when you do it. Uh, okay, so the Chiefs have the last pick uh, in the sixth round, pick 217. 
and I'm still going to keep throwing quarterbacks out. Uh, I'm going to throw Clayton tune is still there. Clayton tune is still held on. So we're going to throw Clayton tune into the mix. Still. Uh, we are going to go to the running back position as well. Uh, do we, do you think Evan Hull's going to be there this late? Uh, I mean, this is probably, this is probably the bottom end, right? Like I think he had a pretty good pro day. I think you're seeing a guy that's a good enough. He's an NFL a caliber athlete that's caught a hell of a lot of footballs. Like, yeah, he's, he's probably, he's gone. probably gone. He's probably gone. I'll, how about like a, a generic prince? Do we have to throw generic? Yeah, you can put a generic prince in there. Uh, Xavier Valade, if you like him more. If you want to get real wild with it, I, I don't know if we think Hunter Lupke is going to be there. Uh, I'm just trying to pick out random. Run- it's a, no, not a running back. It's a fullback. I know. It's, we're going to we're gonna do this. We're going to see. We're going we're, we're to make some things. I, I, I think Hunter Lepke could still be there. We'll see. Okay. So we're going to go Clayton Toon, the quarterback out okay. of Houston. We are going to go Daenerik Prince, the running back out of Tulsa. And we're going to go Hunter Lepke, the fullback out of North Dakota State. So uh, Lepke is, you know, he's a traditional fullback, um, but he's kind of got, got a little bit more juice check to him. Than you would than you would think because he's a guy that can track the football a little bit better than people realize. There's some plays over his shoulder. Um, can I know, slightly interject? I, I just I just want to yeah. say one thing. We already took Luke Schoonmaker to play tight end. You have Noah Gray, who's already this like H back move like sniffer tight end. Like I do wonder how much use you can get out of a Hunter Lupke in this offense when you have so many other young tight ends already. He's essentially going to be just a fullback on this roster now. The way that, just the way this is shaken out, he's just a fullback. I still and I still think you need to go grab a backup quarterback. You need to get another backup quarterback <laughs> into this room. If like that's the thing I keep looking at, it's like, like it's it's Shane Bouchelle or you know or you know, behind Patrick Mahomes. I don't really like that. So uh, I don't know. I, I don't disagree. I, I don't disagree. You need a quarterback. I I don't love well, Clayton Tune. Well, so. we're, we're, it doesn't matter because I'm going to go ahead and call this one. Uh, yeah, you can call it. With uh with the 217th pick in the 2023 fake okay. NFL draft, the Kansas City Chiefs have selected Daenerik Prince, the running back out of okay. So they've went and got a uh, another running back. Okay. It was a it was very very close between him and Lucky. Just so you okay. know. Okay, I like. I like that pick a little bit, but like I said, if it, if you didn't have Schoonmaker already, Lepke makes more sense because he can do not necessarily true tight end things, but you can let Noah Gray be your second tight end. Lepke can play some of these H-back roles, but if you take in Schoonmaker, you're probably expecting him to at least push or eat into Noah Gray snaps as a true tight end. That means that he's the trickle-down effect doesn't leave a lot of space for Lepke. So like that's why, that's why I want to do it. Do you want to run down all of our picks so far for everybody that's come in late, and then we'll do these last two? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, everybody that's been hanging out. So you selected uh, the votes. And by the way, you guys are all voting for all these. So the 31st pick in the draft was Darnell Wright out of Tennessee. The 63rd pick was A.T. Perry out of Wake Forest, the wide receiver. The 95th pick was Zach Harrison, the edge out of Ohio State. The 122nd pick, tight end Luke Schoonmaker out of Michigan. Pick 134, Jonathan Mingo, wide receiver out of Mississippi. Uh, 166 defensive tackle Keandre Coburn, uh, the defensive lack defensive lineman out of Texas. Uh, 178 BJ Thompson, the edge out of Stephen F. Austin, pick 217. Uh, just now, Daenerik Prince running back out of Tulsa. The Chiefs have picked 249 and 250. They are going back to back on this one. So, uh, 
let that's that's kind of fun. I can't wait for that during the real draft. I hope they kind of keep both of those positions, honestly. Okay. Uh, I, I and, and these I would like for one of these spots. Okay, one, I would like two things. Oh, actually, just one thing. I want interior offensive lineman in the I, pool at the very least. I do too. At the very least. I do too. And I I do we think Jordan McFadden's gonna be there? Do I think I mean, yeah. I don't he's short. He played at a, a, a okay. Jordan McFadden played left tackle at Clemson. He's really short, so he probably won't play tackle in the NFL. Decent arm length, decent size. He's just short. I think though, if a team likes him, they might try to transition him to center. I've heard a lot of buzz about him being a center, and it's not a strong center class. I don't know. I do know the Chiefs met with Anthony Bradford at LSU, who's played tackle and interior offensive lineman. I also really like Antonio in or. Antonio Maffi, a guard out of UCLA. If either one of those are available, I would I would like them into the pool. Maffi is not. Anthony Bradford is available. Antonio Maffi yeah. is absolutely not. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go Anthony Bradford, tackle experience, guard in ability. That's an Andy Reid special. We are going yeah. to go uh, Jordan McFadden, who is a little bit squattier. Uh, and then, but I'm yeah. also going to tackle throw- interior flexibility i'm going to throw a, another backup quarterback into the mix <laughs> this time how are you going to feel when a quarterback gets beat out by interior offensive lineman next fine uh i'm no, going fine. to do it you can do I'm, it i'm going to throw my guy aiden o'connell into the mix uh quarterback out of purdue uh he's a guy that i think processes the game pretty well he gets huh? the most out of his tools he's a high character guy he's beloved by his teammates He's kind of follows a lot of those cliches first in last out. He's just, he's a worker. We were watching him uh, just by himself working, uh, you know, on the play calls uh, for the next practice. The thing with him is the arm talent. The arm talent is not, uh, not great. Uh, I, I would, it borders on uh, not, not good enough to, to, to stick, but everything else about Aiden O'Connell, I think is very likable, very quality. Uh, but doesn't matter because with the 249th pick in the uh, 2023 NFL draft, Kansas City Chiefs select interior offensive lineman Anthony Bradford. Let's go. So uh, good job on that one, Matthew. All right. There's one more pick. The Chiefs pick right Okay, after. so go ahead and put... Put Aiden O'Connell back in the back in the draft pool for Kent. I'm Aiden <laughs> O'Connell. Okay, Ice and Bajant. Okay. <laughs> All right, what about a cornerback? Right, like I, I'm looking at some cornerbacks. And like when you get to this late of a draft of a mock draft simulator, it's kind of hard. You kind of got to pick and choose who you think is going to be there. I don't mm-hmm. know who's going to be available, who's not of some of these. So I'll give some names. You can tell me if you think they're definitely gone. Rejdan Wright out of o- Oregon State, probably gone. Okay. Um, hold on. Let's go with Corey Trice, corner out of Purdue. Probably there. What about okay. a what about a uh I'll I'll offer you a Miles Brooks. Okay. If we think he's there, yeah, his testing wasn't great, so he might be available. I think um, I think Miles Brooks is the one that makes sense to me personally. Okay, so put Miles Brooks in there. Yeah, okay. Miles Brooks, a big physical press corner that has flashed a lot of good ball skills to uh, kind of elevated his way up through, you know, from Stephen F. Austin up to, or Austin P up to uh, Louisiana Tech after that. So put him in there for it just to get another depth player at the cornerback position on the outside. All right, so we've got Aiden O'Connell, Miles Brooks. Should we throw a linebacker into the mix? 
Ooh. What position? You guys, you in the chat, real quick, tell me a position. Like the first time I see a position repeated, that's the position I'm going to to give you a player. We already, we do have a safety. Do you want to draft a second safety, Jay? If that if that's your answer, we can do it. I'll put him in the poll if you want a second safety. I'm waiting oh, for the chat to tell us who to go with here. So, someone, safety. Safety it is. I've, I've seen Brent and Jay both went safety first. Okay, so. they got two safeties on there. Um, let me see who I kind of like here. So we got a big physical box safety. So I'd be looking for more of a man corner safety. Um, hmm. Gervarius Owens out of Houston is a possibility. I think he can give you a few man-to-man coverage. It's really a lot of box safeties left. I it feels a little it feels a little like it overlaps a lot with Ronnie Hickman. Mm-hmm. Um, let's. Uh... I, I think we should go linebacker personally, but nobody wants a linebacker, buddy. I've seen a lot of wide receivers. People want a third wide receiver. They want a tall wide. We have AT Perry and Jonathan Mingo. That's a lot of height. Do we That's really a need lot another of tall. tall wide receiver? That's a lot of tall. <laughs> you I, don't really, I, I don't. All right. I'll, I'll throw this one out. Uh Oh, now we're getting real wild. Okay. So we got Aiden O'Connell, the quarterback out of Purdue. We got Miles Brooks, the cornerback out of LSU or uh, Louis. Uh, uh, what did I? Okay. What? No. What? Wait, you, wait, no. no what, what's his name? Or what school? Miles Brooks, Louisiana Tech. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I want to go Demario Douglas, the wide receiver out of Liberty. Oh, okay. No, I'll. I will accept that because I was going to offer up a Xavier Smith out of FAU, who Steve Smith keeps talking about every time he gets on Instagram Live. That was gonna, <laughs> same thing. A slot receiver that has a little bit of speed that can be kind of, yeah, it's essentially a slot. Either way, we're looking at a slot wide receiver here, right? You got Aiden O'Connell, very smart backup quarterback. Miles Brooks, depth, physical outside boundary corner, shown ball skills and physicality. Demario Douglas, really good athlete, just very undersized. He's going to be a slot wide receiver at the next level, but he should be able to create some separation. All right, so there are your options, folks. Please, can we get a backup quarterback in here? Like, what are we doing? I mean, listen, this, it's it's pick it's pick two fifty, right? If Aiden O'Connell's still on the board, I mean, you could still sign him, Kent. All right, I'm calling it with DeMario, the two hundred fiftieth pick in the 2023 fake NFL draft. Oh. The Kansas City Chiefs have selected Demario Douglas, the wide receiver out of Liberty. You know what the funny thing is? Is we have drafted so many Shrine Bowl players. Oh. We have did drafted we? so many tribal players. We did not. This was this was the people. Yes, this was the people. And just so you the people know, Darnell Two, Wright, three, 31st four, pick in this draft. Five. A.T. Perry, wide receiver out of Wake Forest, is pick number 63. Pick number 95 was Zach Harrison, the edge out of Ohio State. Pick 122, tight end Luke Schoonmaker out of Michigan. Pick 134, wide receiver Jonathan Mingo out of Mississippi. Pick 166, Keandre Cobra, the defensive tackle out of Texas. Pick 178 is BJ Thompson, the edge out of Stephen F. Austin. Pick 217 was Daenerys Prince, the running back out of Tulsa. Pick 249, Anthony Bradford, interior offensive lineman out of LSU. And pick 250, Demario Douglas, the wide receiver out of Liberty. Matthew, if if the Chiefs rolled out of out of the draft with this, how would you feel? Fine, not great. Fine. Um, I'm I'm highly concerned about the wide receiver room. Still, like I like Mingo, I like At Perry, I like there's potential there. I just don't think the Chiefs have enough reliability 
already. And I think both of those guys, while there's a good ceiling there, I don't think either one are like the safe lock in this guy is going to be able to produce early. I actually think you pick two guys coming from college offenses that don't translate great to the NFL. And we're putting them in an Andy Reid system, which is already really hard for wide receivers to step into. So you're going from a slow mesh and you're going from uh, the Lane Kiffin's like spread power running game. And you're trying to get them on the field early to a wide receiver room that needs it. That scares me. However, slightly helped by Luke Schoonmaker, because I do think you might have a guy that can step in and play early. It's just going to require the Chiefs to go into a lot more heavy personnel, which we do this conversation every year. They're good in it, but do they want to live in it? Really good offensive line now. Uh, yeah. One of the best. I mean, they already have a good offensive line, but like I think you get Darnell Wright at 31. You've got one of the best offensive lines in football. Uh pretty quickly um that's a really good group i think zach harrison i like i like at 95 i think it's good value i know maddie doesn't like him but no it's fine i think the value <laughs> there is absolutely fine this is right where a guy that plays one and a half downs at defensive end should go well i like him i think i think <laughs> i think Mike he's a... data but big okay that's a good football player with less pass rushing production yet we'll just wait till joe colin gets his hands on him <laughs> I, yeah, it's uh, I, I think I think I feel fine with it. It's not like my most favorite draft. Uh, we'll definitely be doing some more exercises where we're making the picks kind of on our own. Uh, we'll but come I back do... and do this again too. We'll give the power back to the people. It's hard because I do know that we're nominating players for you guys, and you guys have to choose from them. But we can't let you guys choose from the entire board, right? Like that would never work. We would be here for five hours. So this is the best we can do. But we try to nominate stuff. Um, we will do this again. We'll try to nominate different names for you guys. This is fun. It's fun for us just to make the case. Then that way, when you guys are mad, when we don't pick your favorite person, you only have yourselves to blame. Yeah, we just get to blame you. It's great. But uh, we'll come back and blame you another time in this drill. Thank you, everybody, so much that's participated today, that's hung out with us, that's helped uh, kind of engage with this and voted and, and helped pick all these players. I'll try to send a screenshot later of the results of your draft, but we really appreciate everybody, and we'll catch you. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.